0: by George Kittle! <laughs> hey Niner fans, George Kittle here with a pro tip for making the best play on your eyewear. Visit Zenni.com, the official eyewear of the 49ers. Zenni has changed the game for you, finally making prescription glasses affordable for everyone. At Zenni, you can find over 3,000 frames with unbelievable prices. Look for the Kittle's collection so you can rock our styles every day too. So visit Z-E-N-N-I.com, start shopping from home using their virtual try-on, and change your eyewear game forever. well it's Monday the beginning of a brand new week and I wonder I wonder what kind of trouble I can get myself into over the next five days this is truth to ponder with Bob Bierman and as I said welcome to our Monday edition of truth to ponder I'm your host Bob Bierman got a lot of things in front of me on my desk that I want to share with you just a Some news stories, some you may have already heard about, some maybe you missed. I want to give just a a little bit of commentary on a few stories. It might give you an idea of the overall direction of where things are actually going. Now, I've been very optimistic in recent programs going back into December. as, As I've talked about this strong feeling that I have that we're going to have a little bit of a respite. Not, not fixing everything, just a, a little break from all the noise and nonsense. And it's, it's happening very rapidly before our very eyes. Not everywhere, but I really believe it's going to catch up. We've talked extensively on this program back in December in particular my prediction that the COVID narrative was going to begin to collapse. And I I made that not that I'm some great prophet or have some inside knowledge. It was just reading a bunch of news stories from all over the world. And I started detecting these little changes in narratives, a little bit of mm, self-protection, covering for past sins, and, and trying to prepare the mindset for a change a big change in the narrative and i'm talking in this case of course with the covid 19 narrative now you still have some nations like austria that have made a big deal about passing in their legislature these draconian regulations and fines that everybody over 18 must be vaccinated period the vaccinator like the terminator you must be vaccinated and they've gone, and I, I'm, I apologize if you're of Austrian heritage, but they have gone full Hitler-Nazi in that nation with, with the vaccines. And why? Why would they do that? What is in the DNA in that nation where people in politics are so deceived to believe that a vaccine that is proven not to really stop the infection... Not to stop the spread at all of anything, it enhances the spread of the virus. Oh, yeah, it does. When you look at some numbers that are coming out right now, suddenly it's the vaccinated that are the ones in the hospital, the ones that are in dire need. And the narrative, you know, the left wing narrative, what I call the fool's errand narrative, people like how Har- you know, Howard Stern, old shock jock, he's a has-been. I don't care what anybody says, His, his entire repertoire is getting old. I can remember hearing him many, many, many years ago when I was briefly back in New York State working for a transmitter manufacturer. I occasionally would listen on my radio going to work to WNBC. And there you had Imus in the morning and you had Howard Stern in the afternoon. And when I first listened to him, it was all right, I guess, I, doing a lot of comedy bits. But over time, the comedy bits became a little bit more rank, uh, a little bit more gritty, a little bit more full of innuendo. And uh, honestly, it became increasingly childish. And I lost interest. That's back in the 1980s. I just lost interest. Well, Howard pushed the envelope to get his contract canceled. He went to an FM, and from there, he went to Sirius XM Satellite. Well, I don't listen to Howard Stern anymore. Occasionally, I see things about him, and he's becoming kind of a bitter old man who thought he was the number one talk guy on radio and podcast and satellite and what have you and. And he has been long dethroned by many others. Well, Howard Stern, who doesn't have a whole lot of other things to do, is now on this bandwagon that all the unvaccinated should be just forced to die at home. They should be denied all and any medical treatment. Yet, it's becoming increasingly obvious to many that it's not the unvaccinated that are spreading this virus it's spreading through populations that are highly vaccinated at a very fast and powerful rate on the omicron variant and those that listen to this radio program on a regular basis know that i spent a lot of time reading and studying and trying to get answers from people that know more than i do that have been proven credible in their careers And some of the things we were talking about a year ago on this program, some of the warnings we were giving in January, February, and March of last year, concerns that many people had, well, they're coming true. We talked a year ago on this program, in time, people will be compelled against their will to be vaccinated. And the reason... The reason we proffered at that time a year ago, it's very simple. It had nothing to do with health. It had nothing to do with shutting down a virus, which is what Joe Biden promised to do for the United States and and Boris Johnson in the U.K. and Macron in in France and the man-child Trudeau up in Canada, Morrison in in Australia. Everybody, we're going to shut down the virus, and all you have to do is comply, just comply Do as you are told and comply like good little citizens. And your government has a plan if you comply. And all these rights and privileges and things that are naturally inherited rights from God, we'll give them back, but only when you comply. Now, I know that I had a few emails like in February of last year. Funny, we're almost at February now. Can you believe it? This is the last full week of the month of January. And, you know, next week we enter the month of February. And Before long, it'll be March and April and the spring. And what, what, what can we expect? Well, I've got a few stories I just want to go through fairly quickly. But, but understand that all of last year, It started out, you know, we're going to help out those older people first, then we're going to, when you get, then we'll help out those that are 60, you know, 70 and above, then 65 and above, then 55 and above, and so on it went. And sometime last year, around, oh, around April, May, we actually had peaked on the number of people being vaccinated. In other words, the the main thrust of vaccination. Well, that narrative was beginning to fall apart. People were not lining up in droves to get vaccinated. And so a a new kind of uh, forced compliance occurred when Joe Biden said, uh, if you are fully vaccinated and it's been two weeks since your last shot, you can now take off your face mask and you may resume your life. We heard that in May, in May of last year. And that narrative lasted about 60 days before everybody had to, you know, put their face diaper back on. And we needed booster shots. That that new term, booster shots, came into the into the realm of our discussion. We had talked about it, oh, I think in May of last year. That they'll never be satisfied with two shots and done or like the Johnson and Johnson, one and done. It's going to force compliance. It's going to force people to to have to surrender much of their personal information. And all of it, I'm still convinced, it really has to do more with a digital ID control and finding out who's obedient and who's not. This entire vaccine passport had nothing. Listen, don't try to tell me that people in Austria, in the highest levels of government, that are tracking the coronavirus... Don't know that vaccinated people spread it. You can't convince me. They they fully well know 100% that vaccinated people spread it just as much as unvaccinated. It makes no difference in terms of community spread. They know it. They fully know it. But they continue this great big lie that if you get vaccinated, you become COVID-proof, and then I'll, then we'll, you if everybody complies, you'll get some. Notice you'll never get them all back, but you'll get some of your rights back. And I, I see nations like Austria and others. They're, they're fighting hard to hold on to this narrative as long as they can, as long as they can, but they can't hold on to it forever. It's amazing that those on the left at you know, on networks here in the United States like CNN and MSNBC and what have you, in Canada, the CBC, BBC in England, the ABC of Australia, you, know, you name it, they, at one point early on, if you go back to the year 2000, prior to the 2000 election, everybody and their kid brother was saying, you'll never get a vaccine in a year or less, or not even two years, not even five years. Dr. Anthony, I know everything. I am science Fauci. What a blowhard he is. Pardon, but he is. He's just, he's just a narcissistic little man that thinks he is the epitome of science. He's the epitome of stupidity and corruption. He's either really stupid or he's really corrupt. And I think the latter is the most true. Corruption. He's been playing with billions of dollar budgets for many, many decades, and he feels untouchable. And he sees where the cash cows come from. Companies like Moderna and Pfizer. You know, he has to deal with them all the time. Yeah, nothing like being paid by those companies you regulate. FDA. Used to be, in my opinion, at one time, maybe 50 years ago, a credible agency. But over the years, they have been compromised by money, power, and politics. So is the CDC. Money, power, and politics. Lots of lawyers on staff at the CDC fighting climate change. It's not about your health. It's about a bureaucracy. But getting back to Austria for a second. I mean, they're pushing this really hard. Because there is something about the European DNA, especially in Germany and that part of the world, that demands this obedience and compliance. It's in the DNA. And they, they want to have control of your, over your life. World Economic Forum wrapped up last week in Davos, Switzerland. And, you know, I, I didn't talk much about it last week. I just didn't want to. It's the same old, same old from these people. Global equality, climate change. Um, you'll own nothing and like it. You know, the, the the your overlords, the billionaire class, maybe soon to be the trillionaire class, they want to have you little dweebs out there serving their interest, at least the ones that are useful. Now, the useless eaters have got to go, and we'll work on that by pumping your body full of these vaccines for the next, oh, 10 years, and then a lot of you will be dead and gone, those that complied fully. But the digital ID is something that has been the heart throb of every dictator that I can think of in history. Now, if you don't believe it, let's go back to the Roman Empire 2,000 years ago. You know, as we celebrated Christmas last month, you know, remember that Joseph and Mary traveled to where? Bethlehem. Why? Jude, because Caesar wanted the entire country enumerated. He wanted a census taken. He wanted to know who you were. No different than today. He wanted your money, your obedience, and he wanted to have the details about who you are. Sound familiar? And in the second part of the program, I'm going to share a couple of additional thoughts on that and some really crazy stories. But getting back to last year and 2020, 2020, you know, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, all the Democrats were saying, you'll never get a vaccine this year. How dare you believe it could even be done? Yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. And then right a week after the election, we find out, oh, they've had it for a month. Well. Over time, it came; it became obvious they've been playing with this, these products for about two decades. So it wasn't really rushed in a year; they just sped up their timetable a wee bit. And actually, Anthony Fauci told the truth a little bit in 2020, in the summer of 2020, when he said, "Oh, it'll take years to get a vaccine done. You got to do the testing. You got to do the trials. You know, maybe in maybe in 2022 or 2024. Maybe you know, he, he would never." even though he fully well knew what was going to happen. It's increasingly obvious he knew that the virus came out of a lab, and he knew all about the mRNA technology. They've been playing with it for like 15, 20 years. So he lied about not knowing, but he was right that a real vaccine takes, you know, years, if not a decade or more, to perfect. And this was ramrodded through in less than nine months or eight months. And we have these vaccines. And, of course, every Democrat before the election saying, if this is a Trump vaccine, I'll never take it. He'll never make me take it. You cannot be made to take something against your wishes. Joe Biden, before he became the president, before he was sworn in, said, America cannot mandate a vaccine. It's against our Constitution. (laughs) What did he do? Companies of over 100, of course, the Supreme Court tossed it. But there's such an ambiguity. you got these companies that are wanting all their people vaccinated. And this, this comes back to something that we've talked about before in this program, this mass delusion. Companies that believe that their staff becomes COVID-proof and stop spreading it are totally deceived. The numbers are coming in every day from all over the world. In the most vaccinated countries on the planet, that the vaccine stopped nothing, stopped absolutely nothing. It's also increasingly obvious what little protection they offer is very limited and also for a limited time only. Anybody that got their vaccine, oh, let's say like last year in February, March, or April, there's none of it left in terms of its ability to stave off any of the coronavirus and if you keep tasting you know, taking boosters, it can give you a negative effect against Omicron, making you even more subject to getting it. Those are the numbers. And like I say, the CDC is beginning to pivot. The FDA probably will pivot. Politicians will start their pivot. The White House will start their pivot. Many countries like France and and, uh, the Czech Republic and others are already saying, we're done, we're not doing this anymore, because they see the handwriting on the wall. These nations that forced it so hard are finding there's going to be a backlash because people, you can't hide the truth forever. So you might as well get ahead of it and pretend that you knew it was going to work out this way and, and not be facing, you know, pitchforks and torches coming to your doorstep at night. That's what's happening. I can remember Rachel Maddow, CNBC, I mean uh, MSNBC. She wears her little black clothing every night, always the lady in black, never could understand why. And back in 2020, there'll be no such thing as a vaccine. She had Fauci on there to say it would take years and Trump couldn't pull it off. But as soon as Biden picked up the mantle, she's all for it. And so back in March of 2021, she broke down and got her vaccine. And she was so teary-eyed because she was so thrilled that she could now save her life from ever having to die of COVID. And, And she started with this mantra that has proven to be wrong. Now, listen to what Rachel Maddow had to say back in March of 2021. Listen really carefully. I mean, she's a firm believer that the vaccines would make you bulletproof from covid
1: what you do care about what will move you what does tip the scales decisively in favor of you going and getting that shot that you really don't want is this it's that you really do not want to be the person who gets it and then spreads it to other people regardless of how you feel about the risk of getting it yourself i mean god forbid god forbid if you don't get vaccinated Because of whatever's driving your reluctance, I don't care. I understand. It's all reasonable stuff in many cases. But God forbid, if you don't get vaccinated, and then you get COVID, and you unknowingly spread it to other people who you know or who you encounter, and those people get sick from it or die from it, those people give it to their family members, and then their mom or their dad dies from it because of you, because you wouldn't get vaccinated. I mean, God forbid. I mean, could you live with yourself in that circumstance? If you had the choice to get vaccinated and you decided, no, nah, I'm scared, and then that decision costs somebody else that you know their life because they got it from you. It's not for you. I mean, if you get vaccinated, your risk of getting really sick or dying from COVID yourself That risk drops to basically zero. And that's true with all the vaccines. But what is more important to me in the way that I'm wired and what may be more important to you is that if you get vaccinated, your chance of ever spreading the infection to somebody else just drops off a cliff. If you get vaccinated, yeah, you saved yourself. I know you don't care. More importantly, you have saved everybody else because now you're like 90 percent less likely to get infected and to be able to transmit it to anyone else.
0: So there's Rachel Maddow last year talking about the the COVID-19 vaccines that are now being promoted and pushed really heavy and hard by the Biden administration. And all the blue states that hated Trump are suddenly promoting the Trump vaccine. It made no sense. It almost puzzled me a little bit. And, and I just felt there was something inherently wrong with all of it as little stories were leaking out hither and yonder Let me go back to 2020 with you just for a moment. I mean, I I came into this entire process of COVID-19 with my eyes opened. And in my emergency management work, wanted to sincerely help a large county based upon what the science allegedly was telling us then. This was going to be something the world hadn't seen before. And and of course, I'm going to sign up to try to help. But it didn't take me long working on the inside to see a lot of what was being told to the public that was getting out on the news was totally and grossly inaccurate. Things became so political that by the time we got to the month of May, so February, March, April, and into May, I had enough. I knew there was something inherently evil, wrong, or just something's not right. And in good conscience, I could no longer be a participant. So I decided to leave that particular post. And we went to our home in Georgia and kind of wrote it out. And and I just kept reading and studying. And I was just doing the regular weekend program and thinking, okay, when is this going to begin to break free? And then it became increasingly obvious as we got into the summer, you know, July and the beginning of August, that this was more than just a pandemic. This was planned in many ways. This had too many moving parts that had been assembled long before. And I I just had this awful feeling and I, I felt led to begin the program Truth to Ponder. Originally, it was going to be just a a few minutes a day, maybe a little video uh, devotional with a little bit of news, maybe two, three times a week. And then I realized the power of shortwave radio is still there and needs to be tapped because the Internet is so controlled. I mean, in the last two years, the things that I've seen the last year, year and a half with with Facebook, with with Twitter, with Google – All these tech tyrants and now even Microsoft with their update to Microsoft Word that makes sure that all the things you write are politically correct, gender neutral and what have you. All this silly, politically correct nonsense. I'm going to keep trying to write to make sure I get plenty of underlined purple phrases to make sure that's what stays in anything that I write. We've come to this point of mass insanity. But there's Rachel Maddow. Just telling you that if you just listen to what she has to say and what Dr. Fauci has to say and what Joe Biden has to say back in March of 2021, that you will never get COVID, you will never spread it, and you will never die. And here we are, not even quite a year later, and we're finding out all of that was a lie. The whole narrative is collapsing. And that's why I've got a good feeling in the short run coming up. I would not be surprised if before this week is out or in the next couple of weeks. I mean, look, just because the Austrian government is pushing hard and heavy on this, their people also can see what's happening around the world. They're going to say, wait a minute, why are we doing this when over in England they stopped? Why are we doing this when the Czech Republic is saying no? Why are we doing this? When states in the United States that are doing well are not living under these mandates, and I believe the governments there, in like Austria and Australia and other places, are going to have to capitulate for a time. But never fear, the World Economic Forum is already planning the next crisis. It's what we do during this interim time that is that is so important. Now, while I got a little time in this segment, I want to just run by you a couple of quick news stories that I I found rather humorous. The Transportation Security Administration, the good old TSA, the ones that, you know, pat down little babies and grandmothers at airports because they're terrorists, they disclosed the TSA. Ready for this? They disclosed to a congressional office. Now, listen to this carefully that illegal migrants flying without proper identification you know i can't can can i get on an airliner without proper identification you got to have that new enhanced id remember this whole id thing we'll be talking about it in a little bit later in the program just a little bit i think you need to really see the danger of it and what's all tied to it but here's what the tsc tsa does now um See, you you can fly without proper identification because you can use a copy of your arrest warrant as an alternate form of identification when when you come to talk to the folks at the TSA. You know the folks at the TSA they greet you before you go to the gate and line you up like cattle, screen you, uh, X-ray you, pat you down, and and send you on your way. The good old TSA. And by the way, those warrants we're talking about are the warrant to arrest an illegal alien here in the United States, a warrant of removal or or deportation. You can now use that at the, to fly if you're an illegal immigrant. Your warrant to be arrested is now your identification. First, the TSA completes their... Uh, statement by saying, we're committed to ensuring that all travelers, regardless of their immigration status, are pre-screened before they arrive to the airport and have their pre-screening status and identification verified at our many security checkpoints and receive appropriate screening based on risk before entering the sterile area of the airport. Oh man, your arrest warrant to be deported, you can use that now to fly from, I don't know, Texas to New York, Texas to California, Florida to Chicago. Just use your arrest warrant. That's sufficient for the TSA. Now, quickly, before we go to our break, I want to share one other important story. And it's a little bit long. I may be running over on the break just a hair, but that's okay. This comes from the Epic Times, and it was shared with me by one of our good listeners. And, And I'm going to not read all of it. But sentiments that were expressed in random phone calls for a a gal named Ann Quinner as her husband, Scott, lay in a hospital bed breathing through a ventilator range from, I hope your husband dies or becomes just a vegetable. And letters full of profanity You should have taken the vaccine. Kind of like, you know, Rachel Maddow, you take the vaccine because, you know, then you won't spread it to others and you'll never get it, which is a lie. We know it now. But you have a bunch of people that have been brainwashed, brainwashed to believe that these vaccines make you bulletproof. This woman, her husband, was in a hospital called Mercy Hospital in Coons, Rapid, Minnesota. He had been hospitalized for COVID-19 complications. And and what had really happened there, the hospitals, and this is what angers me, and I'm not going to read this whole story, but it appears that these hospitals, and the more, I, I mean, I knew a lot about this over a year ago, when I, actually in 2020, that hospitals were getting a premium on COVID patients and COVID deaths, and more money if they used a ventilator. In other words, COVID was a cash cow for many hospitals, just understand that there's no there's no debating that anymore. It's true. It is absolutely true. I don't trust a lot of these big hospital corporations. They're not for profit, but their people get paid huge dollars. It's not like they're working in a in a homeless shelter ministry or you know like Pacific Garden Missions in Chicago. No, some of these people are getting paid six huge six figure incomes. But then again. You know, it's, it's non-profit. We just all profit well personally. Well, doctors were telling her they would be taking her husband off the ventilator about uh, back on January the 16th because he would never recover. His lungs were destroyed from COVID pneumonia and that their attempts in decreasing sedation only caused him more pain. Well... Quinter told the Epic Times that her petitions for alternative treatments, as well as keeping Scott on the ventilator, were always met with contempt. And they would say, no, you can't. No, 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 no. You cannot do that. You cannot give him ivermectin. You cannot give him anything unless you have to use the CDC. We kill you protocol. And that's what I'm calling it. The CDC. We want you dead protocol. We want you dead of COVID. If you're old and in the hospital, we want you dead. That's what the protocol will do. I've seen this happen a few times where people, because of improper treatment, have been murdered. They have been killed. They're dead. Now, Quinter's attorney told the Epic Times, her name is Marjorie Holstein, that she filed emergency uh, filing for a restraining order that prevented the hospital from pulling him off the ventilator. And then she got him out of that hospital in Minnesota and on to Texas. And I'm going to tell you according to that story when he got taken out of that hospital Mercy Hospital what a really great name for a hospital that wants to that wants you dead I'm saying if you're doing the CDC protocol you are doing the kill the old protocol and I'll believe me it is Doctors have reported Scott to be malnourished having lost 30 pounds underweight dehydrated the doctors were horrified by his condition They didn't know how Scott even made it out of that hospital alive. And he's, you know, he's beginning. They can't believe that the heavy sedating drugs they put him on didn't already kill him. Of course, that hospital was following the rigid late treatment COVID protocol that has, well, as as the attorney says, and I agree. I mean, I've seen this over and over again. It kills people. It's designed to kill. It's not designed to heal. And so Mercy is part of the Alina Hospital Health System, and they really don't want to comment on any of this. I don't blame them, but they love to watch the checks come in from Medicare. Dr. Robert Malone, I hope to have him on the program. Um, We're working on it. He has contributed a lot to the mRNA technology because he was part of the team that put it together years ago. Said back in December um, that... There's like a three thousand dollar death benefit to the hospital if it can be determined to be COVID in any shape, manner, or form. There are other financial incentives that'll take it up to a hundred thousand dollars if it's COVID death related. It really makes you a little bit concerned about going to the hospital. And, you know, I, I'm I, I recently I've known several people I've known of. I don't know them personally, but I know I've known people that are vaccinated that ended up in that protocol when when families are begging, can we try? Can we try? We have the right in the United States to try if we're going to die. And hospitals are standing in the way. Why? Because they're going to lose money. It's all about it's all about the money. The Bible says, "The love of money is the root of all evil." It probably is the reason many people have unnecessarily died painfully and, sor- and and sadly and lonely in hospitals of COVID-19. I know somebody right now, his wife was lost about a week ago. Same thing. They both came down with COVID. He just breezed through it and she started having some problems. And she ended up in the hospital. What treatment did she get? The CDC protocol that almost killed this guy know somebody else we got out of a hospital they got out of the hospital back Oh, it was in last year in the summer and he was on the verge of being a ventilator death and he was pulled out by his wife and his attorneys got the monoclonal antibodies and he's alive and well and with us he would have been dead had he stayed doing the CDC protocol at a veterans administration hospital so I'm telling you uh, there's something evil and wrong about all of this people are dying it's like they want older people dead we have a huge increase in people dying of all causes outside of covid between the ages of 18 and 64 especially in men we don't understand why that is but it only seems to happen in the vaccinated not the unvaccinated could there be a could there be a connection so what i'm saying the truth is going to come out now, when I come back on the other side, I've got a lot more that I want to share. In a, way I, in a way, I can't believe that I'm already a little bit behind on the program today. If you can help us pay the shortwave airtime bill, I'd appreciate it. And we'll be coming up to a new month of February in just about a week. If you can help us, consider mailing a check made payable to Ancient Word Radio. And our address is 5753-5753. Highway 85 North, number 3248. 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248 in Crestview, Florida. Crestview, Florida, 32536. That zip code again. 32536. Just want to let you know that over the weekend, a lot of, a lot of mail that had been backing up and taking forever to get to Crestview. Is, it, it's like the the... The floodgate opened, and a bunch of your letters and mail came in. I want to thank you very much. We'll see you on the other side. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. Off the chair,
2: coming up. Shalom Alechem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn. your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can, so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get in love in a moment. Well, now imagine you were guilty of a serious crime and you were sentenced to death on the electric chair and you're taken to the chair, they strap you down, they're about to pull the switch and suddenly at the last minute, you're reprieved, you're free. Someone gave their life for you. They chose to die in your place so you'd be free. They unstrap you, they open the doors, they, they set you free, they say, go in peace. And now you go on and someone sins against you. How would you live your life now? Would you hold bitterness against them? No, you would forgive them. You wouldn't complain. You wouldn't demand your rights anymore. You'd live in gratitude. You wouldn't demand anything. You'd count your blessings. You'd live with a debt of love. You see, you want your rights and justice. Well, then you get judgment. But you want salvation. You want the blessings of mercy. Then you have to live by mercy. You see, once you rise off that chair, everything else is extra. Strange. If you want life and a life of joy, start out by relinquishing all your rights and expectations. You see, it sounds far-fetched. It's true. You see... Is exactly what salvation is. You were sentenced to eternal judgment and rightly, but someone gave his life for you. You went to your judgment. You be free now because he went to your judgment. The chair is the cross. Live your life appropriately. Hold no more bitterness or relinquish all rights. Bless and live in humility. Walk in a debt of love because you just walked away from the chair or rather your salvation began when you left the execution stake, the cross. Want more? Ask for more extra. Now, how often do you get something offered to you priceless, wonderful, and free? Well, here goes right now. Sapphires, it's as precious as it sounds, to help you live a walk of joy and victory. And the incredible mystery of the temple doors, you'll love it. And listen, how do you get it? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, Jesus, and you dial it. So just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 and you'll receive your free gifts. You will be blessed, but call now. That's 1-800-YESHUA-1. I invite you to join me in bringing salvation back to God's ancient nation, Israel, and the unreached peoples on five continents. It's amazing. Can you imagine blanketing the earth with salvation? Well, you can do that through shortwave radio. The farthest way you can ever spread the gospel. How? Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or you can write me direct. Here's how. Just write to the nice Jewish boy, Box 1111, Lodi. L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. It's a nice Jewish boy box, 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying, walk in grace and freedom. Peace be to you, my friend and Messiah. Or HaOlam, the light of the world.
0: This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Okay, for those that stuck around for the second half, the best is yet to come. Welcome back to part two of our Monday edition of Truth to Ponder. and I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Got a few stories I want to quickly go through. I'm not going to take a whole lot of time on any particular one. This story comes out of the state of Maine. The Health and Human Services Committee of the Maine Legislature held a public hearing on a on a bill they're proposing an act to prohibit mandatory COVID-19 vaccinations for a number of years, five years in this case, to allow for safety testing and investigation into any reproductive harm, which we've seen many a story that is backing that up. And what I found troubling is it's the American Cancer Society is making a lot of noise against this this bill. And with their incomprehensible logic, they, they claim that banning mandatory COVID jabs would place the health of cancer patients at greater risk. Well, we now know that is total baloney. Total nonsense. Because these variants of COVID, whether man-made or natural, uh, becoming less deadly but more infectious, are totally evading the vaccine. So you're going to spread it and even get it just as much as an unvaccinated. In some cases, are now showing if you're fully boosted probably even more so <laughs> getting it and spreading it. You know getting the shot in no way protects anybody around you. So why would the American Cancer Society's opposition have anything to do with their long-standing partnership with Pfizer? <laughs> that's right. Pfizer gets uh, gives lots of money to the American Cancer Society and that's what I'm saying these these drug companies are in bed with their regulators and everybody around them and they own the pr system i've told you before when it comes to pfizer in particular they own the airwaves good morning america is brought to you by pfizer cbs health watch sponsored by pfizer anderson cooper 360 brought to you by pfizer abc news nightline brought to you by pfizer making a difference Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett Out Front. Sponsored by Pfizer. And the more money that Pfizer spends with a particular network, the better the coverage is. I learned that in in college back in the early 1970s when I took a class on public relations. On how to influence influence the media is to buy airtime. Be a commercial advertiser. If you're a big-time sponsor, those at the networks are going to be a little bit more cautious about... The bad things they say because they love the money more than they love the truth. That's the bottom line. And and Pfizer has had decades upon decades upon decades of practice. To me, this treating these new shots as some fully approved, well tested, everything will be just perfect, we've had years of research, is a bunch of baloney. They're still experimental there is no food or drug administered approved COVID-19 shots available or in use in the United States. All you get is an experimental drug which can never claim to be safe and effective. That goes against the USDA code. And so you've got the media treating, just like I played in the last segment, Rachel Maddow saying, you take the vaccine, you're COVID proof, you'll never spread it, and you will never have to have the guilt that you killed somebody because you didn't take the vaccine. And now the numbers come in worldwide. It's the vaccinated spreading this virus now. And it's like there's this desperate move to to hurry and get all these doses off the shelf before they expire that we've paid for. Or that Pfizer would like to get paid for, or Moderna would like to get paid for, or Johnson and Johnson and overseas, AstraZeneca and others. You know, it, it is it is money. Sorry that it's come down to that, but it is truly about the money. And we see it every day. More and more each day, it is a, it's about the money and the power and the control. I think one of the worst things we ever did in this country. And, and i i I'm one of those kind of people that believe in free speech and and I've tried to hope that the FCC takes a hands-off approach on most things but when they started allowing advertising of prescription drugs on television I think they 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 entered a dangerous area and and I don't know how the I have no idea of how to fix it when we started allowing all these drug manufacturers to tell you how to cure yourself of everything. How many, how many drugs has Pfizer, AstraZeneca and others advertised on television? Ask your doctor about Placebo X today and cure whatever it is that ails you today. In other words, these pharmaceutical companies, and, and let me tell you, I, I've known doctors over the years as friends that used to both hate and like when the uh, pharmaceutical representatives came to their office. They would always take them out to an expensive dinner, paid for, of course, by Pfizer or whoever it is, and they give them all the sample packs, and they give the big spiel about how great this, this stuff is. These pharmaceutical reps make lots of money convincing doctors to use their newest invention. And, you know, the doctors don't care how much it costs. I mean, well, apparently this stuff works. So my next high blood pressure patient or, oh, this guy's got uh, cholesterol. We'll, Well, we'll just prescribe this. It's supposed to fix it. And it goes to something that I firmly believe today's intellectually and many times morally bankrupt pharmaceutical companies. It's about the money. Sorry, but it is. They're looking to build a customer base, not cures. Most of the drugs they push today, you're going to take forever. You never get off of it. Here in the United States, we have a problem that has occurred over the past 30 and 40 years, 50 years. Back when I was, let's say, in elementary school, only a tiny number of children had any kind of a chronic illness. They say, on average across the country, less than six percent. That means ninety-four percent of us were always pretty healthy. Today, it's fifty-six percent of the kids have got some core, fifty-four percent have got a chronic illness that need they need to take a prescription drug for, like forever. Something's wrong. Of course, our diet is all wrong. Eating garbage, eating stuff out of a out of a paper bag. You know when I when I first moved out of my my parents' home. I was 17, going to school in Ohio. and I had to buy groceries. I didn't buy TV dinners. we didn't have a microwave oven. I had learned thankfully, I learned how to cook. and I very seldom ate out because I couldn't afford to. I was paying tuition at, a, at, at an electronic school. I had rent to pay every every week, living at a rooming house kind of thing. And I had you know I, I had obligations. And I had to put gas in my little 1967 Opal Cadet. It was not an easy life. So, yeah, I'm eating a lot of hamburger meat and a lot of chicken, things that were cheap that I could cook myself, sometimes cook ahead a little bit. This is before microwave ovens. You could still reheat in a tinfoil container. Today, it's all fast food, all junk food, all garbage. And we're, we're killing ourselves with our diet, and then we try to save ourselves with these pharmaceutical products. And so here you have these emergency use authors, authorized things. They want to mandate it. How can you do that? Now, I want to thoroughly change gears here for the remainder of the program, and I'll probably continue this line of thought tomorrow. There's a lot happening in the background I made a trip last week up to Vero Beach to talk to a good friend, and, and I also had him by phone as a guest on the program, Edward Zoll, who produces a program called Crosstalk News. And Edward and I were talking about the things that we do in our, our respective ministries. What he is called to do, what I am called to do, are two totally different things, but they are related to each other. And we're willing to help each other out any way that we can. And there may be times I may share an interview that he does um, with somebody that I think you need to hear that you may. I know a lot of people are not into video. I'm i am one of them, believe it or not. I, I don't sit around and watch videos. I, I tend to I prefer to read than watch videos. That's just me. And I prefer audio because I can travel in the car and listen to a podcast or a, a program. A lot easier than I can. I can never find the time to sit down and do this stuff. And later in the evening, I really my mind is not that sharp, so I want to get the work done while I can. But I've been thinking lately about several things. What is the next level for this ministry? I mean, it is a small little ministry. I'm not paid. This is obviously, you know, I'm not as big as a lot of others where I can dedicate 100% of my life to just doing this radio program. I can't. I'm semi-retired. I'm pretty much retired. I want to be able to keep a lot of time open for ministry, which lately has been a hard thing to do. A lot of my time has been taken up on, on a shortwave project with WRMI. It's coming together. I took a week off last week from it because, frankly, I was tired, a little bit bruised up, and I needed to get some rest and keep this program up to date. But what is the next level for truth to ponder? I know that I have a few things I'd like to be doing with my ancient word radio site and add a couple of other audio streams. It's just I never have the time to do it. I'm also I'm also kind of a frustrated preacher. I hate to put it that way, but I am. I, I before I retired. I mean, I've been a church pastor in in my life, and I I enjoy sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. I enjoy conducting a worship service. And in my job right now, an unpaid job, I might add, I I oversee a small group of, of believers around the country. I mean, we've got several churches. But I'm recognizing, and I mentioned this at the beginning of the program, we're coming into a time that I believe we're going to have a little respite, a little time to do certain things. And so I'm trying to determine what can I do. You know, Edward Zoll said you ought to put together, you know, a way of doing a televised church service, you know, and he would, you know, he's got the studio space. There'd be a cost to it. I'm not sure if I can, I'm able to do that or not, but it's something to consider. What is the next level of this ministry? Is it just me every day assembling this program, doing my reading, doing my research, sitting down, doing the editing, doing the distribution, taking care of the banking and what little there is? What is the next level that God is calling this program to be? And what is it calling me to be beyond me? That's something else that comes to mind. I think of a lot of ministries over the years that became so centered around the host. Now, many have survived, many have not. And the one thing I want to make sure that this program is not always dependent upon just me for everything. Because I can't always do that. Now, to you listeners that write on a regular basis, those of you that have supported this ministry, I can't begin to even thank you enough. You have made doing this program possible each and every week. The airtime on the stations is not free and there is a cost we have a lot of money tied up in a lot of things uh, to make this program happen and you've been faithful to to make sure that it 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 happens every month but is there another another level this program should go to should there be a video component should we begin to also deal with starting these home churches and home communities of people during this time that we're going to have available to us. And I really believe there is going to be this time coming available. Saw an article. I'm not going to dwell on it today, maybe more tomorrow. IRS looking at facial recognition software uh, with a third party. Once again, the, the, the biggest dangers that we're going to face in this world Sometimes, you know, some of the boogeymen that some of these people try to put out there to get you afraid of, it's not what you need to be afraid of. To me, and and like I say, I'm going to lose some listeners. When I get on the 5G thing, a lot of people get mad at me because they want to firmly believe it's a high-powered death ray. It is not. Well, what about the airliners? Well, I can tell you a lot about it. Sit down with about 30 broadcast engineers that know all about this technology how it they can design this they they know what it is. You're being led astray. you're chasing the wrong thing. The biggest danger is, as every one of us in engineering know about 5g is the speed of moving data. yeah, all that facial recognition software you can't well you won't be able to walk down the street without being identified. That's your danger. It's not a death ray. Had somebody write, oh, I had to get a new phone and I realized it's 5G. How do I turn it off? You don't. (laughs) All it is is picking up data at a high rate of speed. Stop believing these these lies out there. Stop it. You're looking like fools. From my point of view, this is an area of my expertise. And, and I'm looking logically at this, and I'm going, what is it? Where do they come up with this nonsense? Well, these, these micro frequencies, they're going to get into the brain and turn on the robots that are in the vaccine. Oh, give me a break. Those high frequency things can't even get through a piece of paper, let alone your skin, to activate anything. And, and I, I look at this technical nonsense that comes out, and I'm just going, where do, who makes this stuff up? It's like the spirit of some 1952 black-and-white sci-fi movie that was never credible then. This is even less credible. The fear is to control. The, to me, what I'm more concerned about is how they use technology to control and micromanage your life. Digital currency comes to mind. The vaccine passport is just a way to get us to a digital currency and digital ID faster. But you need the technology underneath it to move the data in in real time, and in a lot of places that ain't happening, not yet. But in time, it will. There's your danger. You know, you can. I've read some of this stuff, and I look at the mathematical equations, and I've seen them before, and they have nothing to do with what you know. They're, they're nonsense. And, and I've read it all. You can share what you want. I'll, be, I'll debate anybody that wants to debate me on the topic. The, the danger of 5G is how fast data moves. How much of your data are you willing to surrender to a third party for facial recognition to file your taxes? Do you See, those are the real dangers, and I think we miss that. I know we want to have this big evil boogeyman. I had someone say, well, they're using those frequencies that are secret from the government. Oh, they're not secret? I got a chart of what every frequency does from DC to light. It's pretty well identified. It's not a super secret thing. Stop believing that. You want to believe it because, well, it gives you some superiority. Stop believing it. I know. I've, I know. I just lost some listeners. Sorry, but it, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. There are some real, ever-present, and true dangers. I want to take this program to the next level to reach more people, but most important, not just with the news, but with the good news of Jesus Christ. This program, if I'm not sharing the gospel, and I have not been sharing it sufficiently, I believe on this program. It needs to be a balance of what God's Word says, what the truth really is, and also to expose the nonsense and the lies and the things that the world uses to enslave you and put you in fear. One of these days, I'm going to get a couple of engineering friends on the program and we'll discuss some of the questions you have about 5G. And, you know, Verizon and T-Mobile and AT&T didn't build a death ray system to kill their their customers. Come on. Use more common sense. God gave you a brain. Would you please use it? If you don't understand something, don't regurgitate what you don't know. That's why I ask people that I know that are experts in their field to give me direction on some of the things that I talk about. Now, if you haven't left and you still believe in this ministry which you consider supporting the airtime. The airtime bill for shortwave are you can make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio. Our mailing address is 5753 Highway 85 North number 3248. 5753 Highway 85 North number 3248. That's 3248. We are in Crestview, Crestview, Florida. Crestview, Florida. Zip code is 32536. That zip code again is 32536. So let me just put it all together one last time. Learn to do what the Bible says to fear not. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world. You know it's going to be a good day when your biggest concern in the morning is collecting the crumbs falling from the McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit. Your only concern should be, has your day peaked too early? Enjoy every last crumb of the new McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit for only three dollars. And any size soft drink for just a dollar, and you get your day started on a high note. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or
2: combo meal.